Welcome to episode 16. It is March 8th. Me and Kyle recording at 442. It's almost 5 o'clock, Kyle. Yep. It is almost 5 o'clock. Okay. We have a lot to go on today. We've been gone, what, two weeks in a row? Yeah. Yep. Two straight weeks. So if I could hear you give me give us a little we're back. We are back. We are back, baby. And back at it. Yeah, we're back in the saddle. Uh, <laughs> so... We, we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, we are going to be diving into the, the Aaron Rodgers saga with the Jets. He's, he's, he's visiting with them. We're going to be talking about a lot of news, um, some, some naughty, naughty teenagers uh, up in the Madison metropolitan area. Uh, but we're going to be diving into a lot of stuff today. Um, interview. Interview. We have Baxter Colburn on. He is the owner of Colburn Creative. He's out of De Pere, Wisconsin. We talk about his journey uh, becoming a videographer, working with a lot of people around that area, um, networking, all that great stuff, what it takes to be a a videographer and own your own business in the state of Wisconsin and kind of his journey. So uh, we appreciate all you guys. We're going to dive right in. Um, Like I said, we're going to be the place for all you guys to to listen to the news without it just being the the normal corporate news you see on the you know where we're gonna give it a little twist. Mm-hmm. Uh, best friend, best friend, Corey, Kyle, we're idiots. We're gonna have fun. This is what we're gonna do. Let's ride right in. Okay, so here's the thing is, I, so we got to record that. Um, so I have buttons on my roadcaster here, and the one we do for our sound with Billy Squire, I recorded off my, or I Bluetooth my phone to the roadcaster, played the song from there, and little did we know, uh, I didn't have my notifications off. So when you hear those two notifications, you're like, everyone that's probably listening thinks it's their phone. Oh, yeah. And it's it's me. Maybe we just leave it in it. And it's like every time, like, damn it. All right. So we have a lot to talk about today. We have a bunch of new segments we're going to dive into. I start us off. Student hit with a baseball bat at Vell Phillips Memorial High School in Madison, Wisconsin, in the bathroom. Kyle, reel me this. Uh, How are you getting a baseball bat in the bathroom? So did you read into the article? Did someone, did a student clock another student? Is that what's going on? Yes. Damn. All you'd have to do is go to the fucking... The gym class area. That's a sneak lot. Sneak a bat. That's uh, you don't sneak a bat. A bat's we're, you can sneak a bat. How? Put it in your sleeve <laughs> or your pants. <laughs> Just walk like normal with it at your side. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not. A, I, but anywho, uh, naughty, naughty. Um, so what I am seeing is that the student who got hit. Uh, had no significant injuries. So I'm almost wondering if they were just messing around and he got hit. Um, and he also wasn't too mad about it. Or we're rolling up on baseball season here. Mm-hmm. He was it, just in, it could be in practice or something or going to practice. And the one kid just pulled it out of his bag and cranked him. In in the ba- in the bathroom. I was going to say something, but I probably shouldn't. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. No, you probably shouldn't. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm you, you, well, No, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> ah, keep so, uh, Vell Phillips Memorial High School. Do better. All right, Kyle, hit us up. What we got? Ah, uh, that. Well, we kind of talked about this a little bit in the beginning, but a Rod to talk to the Jets. Um, yeah. So he is actually already talking. Apparently, the 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 owner the the owner of the Woody Johnson, the coach, the Nathaniel Hackett, who was his coach in Green Bay, mm-hmm. who's now the coach at with the Jets. They all flew out to California where. Aaron is uh, living. He's staying, you know, living in his house. Yeah. And Aaron met them at the airport, picked him up, and they're rendezvousing as we speak. So I'm not sure exactly what it means. It just sure damn feels like he's becoming the next Brett Favre. Yeah. Which is it's gonna happen. Um, it just a, is a, it weird. Is it weird that it's the Jets again? Is it weird at all? Yeah, I think so. It is it. It's just it's just a book that we got to close and move on to the next chapter. I mean, yeah, and but you know, here's the thing: is the thing about Aaron Rodgers, I think that some people don't understand is a lot of people are like, oh, get him out of here, he sucks. It's like, eh, yeah, but he did win a Super Bowl, and he's been really, really, really good for yeah, like a decade. Also, so here's here's my thing too: do you let him leave? He plays a couple years, then do you bring him back and retire him as a pack? Yeah, we. I think I think you I learn mean, from the Brett Favre thing. For yeah, because there was a big stage. I mean, then he went to the Vikings. Well, should have went to a Super Bowl there, um, but he didn't. But anywho, you know, they there was definitely bad blood there for a while. Oh yeah. Um. So it looks like we're going down the same path. Yeah, I seen your thing on Facebook. The uh, this is a classic. Here. Yeah, I've seen this story before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> We've all seen this story before. It feels like it feels just so crazy that. Um, that Aaron's going to the Jets. I think it just feels like it's inevitable that's happening. But again, if he ends up saying, Did "I want to be too," surprised. so we miss this whenever we whenever we both were gone. Mm-hmm. What did he say after he came out of the? Retreat the darkness retreat because I missed for one all he stayed for two days for two how long was everyone thought this darkness four days everyone thought this darkness retreat was gonna be like bad he had, like he was in like a cabin in the woods but like he could go outside at night so like you could see in the dark outside yeah. so like he wasn't fully like but he only lasted two days so that's that's kind of no yeah. commitment there yeah no commitment there well really no commitment right, we can't to talk bad about him yep. until he leaves yeah until he leaves <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on to the next segment. Uh, we're just sticking with uh, teens being bad in the Madison area. Teens caught uh, on vehicle theft and burglary. It was a 13 and a 15-year-old. The 13-year-old, uh, when when the cops came and confronted them, he had an armed pistol. He had an armed handgun on him. He's 13. Yeah, that's no good. That's no good. Uh, and then the 15-year-old, once he got caught, they fe- realized he had a history. This kid did the exact same thing, and he crashed a car on the Beltline heading to Madison West. So, uh, these two kids are... What's going on, Kyle? What's going on with the kids right now? You know, you say Beltline and Madison. Just When I was 13 years old, I was playing Madden on a computer. Eating fruit roll-ups. Eating fruit, yeah. I mean, and this kid's hopping in someone's car and, and... Ghost riding her down that belt line. My dad would have beat my ass. So that's... I wouldn't be alive if I did that twice. <laughs> and this guy shows up, and this guy's got a loaded handgun. Uh, what kids just Kyle? They gotta be better. Yep, they gotta be better. All right, on to Kyle. Moving forward, here's All the right. thing. Here's the thing. Is it your dad's gun, or do you just have a gun? Like, is that his handgun? Uh, I don't know. You know, different different lifestyles. Also, different if you're things. the cop, are you like, yo, whoa, what yeah. the? F- 
Like, what the fuck? What the front door? And that's maybe it's just different culture, you know. It's a, it's a like I'd be like, dude, is that a is that a gun? Yeah. Like you're 13 years old. What no, are I grew you up, doing? we didn't have handguns in the house, so that's weird to me. No, you know I would have I mean? thought like, it was fake, but it very much in the picture looked like a real gun. Oh, did it? Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. All right, on to the next. All right, one. well, this stems right off of Madison. Yep. Uh, Madison City Council to sue Kia and Hyundai for the lack of security on their automobiles. Last year, that made up 60% of their auto crime. So what do you mean? Auto, like auto theft. Oh, because people are ste- getting in them. Yeah, stealing them easily. That made up uh, 60% of their theft. So this automotive is... Automotive theft. We're, we're called the shot of Wisco. Um, we're going to about to be called... Uh, what's, go- what's wrong with Madison? Crime update, Madison. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Madison scanner. <laughs> because this is... I mean... I... I feel like Matt, that's like weird. Like you're blaming the cars. So next blame thing, your people. Another, another thing is, is how the fuck are you going to sue a company for their security? Just, uh-huh. I didn't read it a whole lot, but I just kind of like caught like lock your of, cars better. Yeah. I don't, maybe it's easier to yeah. unlock. I you know, know, I also, this is completely off tangent, but I also, for some reason had a epiphany when I was in Hawaii, um, last week that I think that hear me out. Okay. That when we do these, we do like, so, you know, we're doing these segments like Corey, Kyle, Corey, Kyle, Corey, Kyle. Yeah. What if we did like every segment you did, you had to take a shot. Apple pie, maybe like nothing like serious. Oh no, man. I think we, th- that'd be like shot of Wisco. Yeah. You think that's a good idea? That's a good idea. Epiphany had it a while in Hawaii. I think we do like three. <laughs> we need three. to get more drunk. <laughs> three, three. And we, we mix up the drinks. Maybe four, four. Depending on the day. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. High five? Yeah. Wife's oh, come and get us? Really? Uh, like, wife and girlfriend come and get us? Six, six? We don't know I our think, names? I think we mix seven, her seven? up. Seven, seven? We sleep here? What is going on here? <laughs> All right. Um, okay. We mix her up. I think we hit her with some... Imagine hit like... You got to drink wild turkey. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to drink wild turkey. Wild turkey stinks. That's terrible. I haven't done that since oh, like 21. Um, okay. On to me... Yeah, Madison, be better. All right, on to me. Big Ten tournament starts tonight. Badgers play Ohio State at 5.30. Um, that's in a half hour, guys. So uh, if you're thinking you're going to hear this before, no, it's long gone. We might we might be season toast, game over, yeah, that's true. Um, throw us in the trash can type vibes. We don't know yet, but we're going to talk about it. So it's in Chicago this week. Uh, a lot on the line for the Badgers. We're not going to say a lot because, like week. I said, it's in Chicago. Big Ten tournament. Oh, really? It's yeah. not in. No, it's it switches every year. Huh. Uh, and it was in New York like twice, but okay. Um, so the Badgers need to win probably two games to make the big dance. Oh no shit! Yeah, we're. Like, I knew we were far out. We're but seventeen I... and thirteen right now. Yeah. Um. There's only been two teams with fifteen losses that made it. So or fourteen losses yeah, that made it. Comment at that. Are you playing prelims or no? I don't know what prelims mean. Are you in wrestling there's, talk again? There's like the those two brackets at the top. Oh, no, 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 no. We'd be like a 12, 13, 14 seed. Hmm. Uh, so, um, Badgers need to probably beat Ohio State and then most likely Iowa for the third time this year in order to make uh, the dance. Uh, so, fingers crossed. That's all I'm going to say. Fingers crossed, applesauce. Let's see what happens. Um, Connor Seagents played well this year. Um Max, Max has played really well this year. 
Um, he's Klezman. He's came, he's came into his own. Jordan Davis started shooting the ball very well at the end. Tyler Wall kind of lost his way, but he's starting to kind of figure it out. Chucky Hepburn's been the leader. He's always been. Um, we're adding a bunch of pieces next year. We got um, Gus Bus coming in. Gus Bus, baby. Big boy. Yeah, he's he's going to he? be good. Yeah, he's going to be good. Uh, so he's coming in next year. So let's just hope it all starts today in about a half hour, Ohio State. Kyle, lead us into the next one. All right. Remains of a Middleton man found in Germany from World War II. Um, he passed away 78 years ago, and they're finally bringing him home. How this, do you how, how, see? I'm just so intrigued. So I was reading it that there was a battle of some sort in this wooded area, and they were, I'm assuming, looking for artifacts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they came across remains. You wonder, you want, this happens because I had someone. There was one that happened last year where they had remains of someone from Pearl Harbor. Sure. So whenever Pearl Harbor happened, they mm-hmm. were able to take a piece out and take whatever they could find. Mm-hmm. And then they have them DNA tested, and then they try to connect. With that would have to be well. really cool for the family. Like I a- was, I was, yeah, I was looking into it because this guy was from Benton. The one guy was from Benton. And they, like, one of the top, like, military Did leaders. Did you guys see that? Down. Did you see that? Well, yeah. Well, one of the top military leaders come down and they yeah. buried him and everything uh-huh. like that. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think you got to think like when you go to like Germany or anywhere where there was like a big war site, like there's there's artifacts probably everywhere. Oh yeah, I see, you see shit on on uh, TikTok all the time of people like doing digs. They find like bullets or grenades or guns or whatever. Dog digs that'd war. be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, so from Middleton, you said Middleton after seventy eight years. That's crazy. Yeah, and I mean, you know, like imagine, you know, assuming your, assuming the parents are gone, but like, you're like your brother died, yeah, and they never found him, and it's like, oh, never mind, we did now, so it's like mm-hmm. now you can bring him home, Barry. That's cool, very cool. Um, all right, um, that's pretty cool, pretty cool to see. Okay, on to me. Bucks win. Uh, Bucks beat the the Orlando Magic without uh, Giannis Andrew. Bucks are now 18 and 1 in their last 19. Chris Middleton had his first start. Uh, I believe in 30 minutes he had 24 points, 11 assists, 4 rebounds, played very well. We had six players above 12 points. Kyle, this might be the best the best roster the Bucks have had including their championship year. Hmm. Um, with the additions of Jay Crowder, I believe we're, we either signed or we're, we're looking into signing Goran Dragic. Um, you know, we didn't go we nine just, deep. Didn't we just sign someone? I think it was him. Yeah. We, we go nine deep and I, I, we're getting to a point where, you know, we're not gonna be able to play everyone, but this is definitely the most talented team Giannis has had around him. You look at players like Javon Carter being our backup point guard. He comes in, gives us great minutes. You look at guys like Bobby Portis who hasn't played all year, but he is, uh, very capable of playing at an all-star level. You have guys like pa- Pat Connaughton who have been so uh, respected and very uh, reliable. Joe Ingles has played well. Uh, when you know, does when do the when do you like start getting into playoffs? I really playoffs, don't, I don't know shit about the NBA, but playoffs start I believe at the end. Of I believe May? they start at no, um, maybe at the end of I thought it was like April because I know mm-hmm. finals are like in June. Uh, so 
We're, we're very much looking poised to make another run. We just have to stay healthy. Chris Middleton has to keep making those pu- those pushes. And, and, you know, Bobby Portis does as well. Brooke Lopez keep playing the way he does. Uh, adding, um, uh, what's his name? Shoot, you're not going to know. Miles Leonard was a, was a huge factor, even though he said some, anti, some bad stuff um, a couple of years ago. But he's been a great addition for us this year. It looks like he's really turned his life around. Um, Bucks in six. They look like they're kicking ass. We're 18-1. Doesn't look like we're, we should be favored the rest of the way out. We're two games above in the fir- or in the, for, first, for first in the Eastern Conference, um, above the Celtics. Home court all the way through. Very, very exciting stuff. Last thing I have is the Grafton Murder Mystery, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know about you. Are you into, like, murder mystery stuff? Kind of. I mean. It's intriguing. I see shit on Netflix, but I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't go out looking for it. I don't no, follow any podcasts. Yeah. Um, but Grafton, Wisconsin. A man was found by in a rental car on the side of a road um, in Grafton. Uh, by a police officer, police officer walked up, said, this is weird. Mm. You know, found a guy in a rental. Bullet, he had bullet wounds, definitely shot to death. Um, you know, let's just kind of play this out. What do we think in, what do we think happened? Nobody heard anything. So, you know, half of me thinks that someone, they killed him. Put him in his own rental or got a rental. Oh. No wait, because then they'd have a then they'd have track of him. How do you think this played out, Kyle? Let's play this out. I think they shot him in a car. You think they shot him in a car? Yeah, pulled up, bang bang. No, um, but I, they they made it, okay, okay. In his own rental, mm-hmm. guy owed someone money, dead. Yeah, that doesn't add up though. Sure it does. No, it do, don't sure it does me. It does. He owed, Why yeah. is he at a rental? He is he not around a, home? A rental car. So you're saying he was he he found dead in a rental. And he was from here. No, Texas. There you go. He flew from Texas here because he owed someone something. So he owes this guy money. Why would he get so then he got a rental? Flew in rental. But why would he so he can't so and you no okay, job okay, didn't okay, go okay. down the way that they wanted so to. So who do you think job didn't go down the way you wanted to? What yeah. do you mean? I don't know. Some sketchy shit was going you, on. You you fly up here and get a rental, you probably have the money you you that you owe someone. Nah. Not if you don't. Not, Why would you fly up here then? Because if you owe someone money, they don't have money. You watch too many movies. No, Kyle. The guys from Texas that died. Yeah. So he, so he flew up here. Flew owed in. someone money in Wisconsin. Yep. He didn't have the money, so he flew all the way up here. Didn't have the money. Told the guy he didn't have money, and they killed him. Could have. That's what you think. Mm-hmm. That's that. See, my detective thoughts are bre- brewing here. This is what I think happened. Hit me. Okay, so this guy's from Texas, right? Okay. I think he he got up here. Um, he's here for work. Okay. I think he's here for work. Okay. Or alleged work. Okay. Maybe cartel stuff. He's from Texas. Jesus. See, okay. He doesn't owe anyone money though. So but he's but he's, but he's in with a couple bad beans. Oh. Okay. So he's working for some bad people. Drug deal goes down. He he brings the drugs up here, in that rental. That's that's also a key opponent. If the rental's from here, from that's true. It's true. How if it's from he, Texas, how he, he brought the drugs up. Okay. They had a disgruntled reaction with whoever he's dropping the drug. They killed him. Bang bang. Drove him out to the middle of Grafton. Clean the car. Swipe it. Swipe it. Swipe it. 
Off they go. So, free drugs. Another piece of information, was he shot in the car? It didn't. They didn't make it seem like he... I mean, they said shot to death, so that must mean he was shot in the car. Hmm. Hmm. So, well, There's neighbors also right across the street, they said. And, we, and we said we weren't going to... Okay, keep going. No, you want... This has nothing to do. It kind of has something to do with it, but not really. What? It has nothing to do. With it. So we weren't going to talk about that Platteville guy, but I, I need to. I need to. We need to talk about this. So there's a guy that went missing in Platteville. Mm-hmm. They've been looking for him. Okay. Same as All Ronnie. right. We just went from Grafton to Platteville murder mysteries. Keep going. But murder mystery somewhat could be. I mean, he could have just died. But yeah, because that makes sense. Um. Okay. Well, he went missing. Couldn't find him. His last known location was somewhere by Platteville on on someone's farm. Mm-hmm. Don't know where they went. The county has like been, his cell phone. Yeah, like okay. his last known location. And he mm-hmm. lives somewhere. I could be completely wrong on half of this, but he lives somewhere near <laughs> Platteville. Okay. And he something happened that he disappeared one night. We don't know where he was at. And the county cops, DNR, everyone was out looking for search parties. That was in the fall, from what I remember. So it's been cold, December, freezing cold. Haven't seen any grounds been covered. They've mm-hmm. been scouring the woods, everything looking, dredging the the, mm-hmm. the rivers and shit. And someone, an Amish guy just saw him, pretty sure. That makes sense. He, uh, there's a lot of Amish country out there. He was looking for deer antlers. He was, um, and he found the remains of this guy. So. What are they thinking? What happened? What, what do you think happened? I think someone killed him. Does he have a wife? Did no. she kill him? No, he's uh, he's only like 26. Okay. In Platteville. In Platteville. What if the Amish guy killed him? Cover up. Oh, you think he's just out there looking for antlers? What Amish guy has ever looked for antlers? See, I heard it was an Amish guy, but I, I honestly don't believe that. Unless he's using it for his woodworking. Not to stereo, stereotypically. You did. You already but, did. Um, yeah. That, that's my guess. I don't know. Okay. So they so he was on a farm beforehand. His last known location was at someone's farm I'd read. Was it an Amish farm? No. No, I don't think so because I can't remember. I'd have to reread it. I, I was, was there I any was wounds this. or anything to his body? That's not released yet. They just found him. Cool. So I'm assuming that they're doing whatever. All right, guys. Um, we are slowly but surely becoming a oh, this is all crime, murder though. mystery podcast. Crime, yeah. crime and sports is all we got right yeah, now. Yeah, crime, <laughs> sports, and murder mysteries. Um, that's crazy. I, I personally think this Grafton guy uh, got shot in the back of his car. They drove him out to that middle spot, and then they drove away. Because hmm. he didn't get shot there. There's no gunshots there. Oh, now you tell me that. After no, I, after I said I, that multiple times. After I put my that fucking the, claws together. He lives right across... Yeah, whatever. He he lives right across from... This This <laughs> guy's parked that? right across from... like. A, <laughs> well, you're pissing me off. This guy... God, if we're going to be like this, if we're going to be NCIS, cold case files, we're going to be along these lines. We need to be professional. Okay. Um, Because there's neighbors right across the street and they didn't hear anything, but now they're worried for their own lives. Hmm. I think I'm thinking you'd have nothing to worry about. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Everything's uh-huh. cool. Uh-huh. As, as long as you didn't see nothing. Yeah. If you saw something, I'd watch out. Lock up them doors. Okay, that is it. Grafton. A little update on us. Um, snowstorm. We got a snowstorm coming, people. Yep, snowstorm Friday. I thought, I thought we were out of it's it. the last one. No, we're not out of it. We're not even close. Uh, I think we'll be out of it mid-April. Would be my guess. 
I thought we were there. I was getting ready to bust out the fire pit. Uh, it was 40 degrees all week, but just like Wisconsin says, the fuck you are. Um, mm-hmm. We're diving right back in. A little update on Wisconsin Clothing Company. We just posted our first a day in blank Wisconsin. It was in Prairie du Chien. Uh, the overall census was you guys liked the videos. You liked seeing us go to all these dive bars and all these supper clubs and all these places. So I really appreciate everyone that loved those videos, loved the shorter videos we've been putting on TikTok about that big video. Um, not only that, we have a spring sale going on until Sunday. Uh, 40% up, up to 40% off, all closed. $25 you spend, you get a free area code item for your specific area code. Uh, so you get a free item for spending $25. Not only that, we have a $5 and $10 bin till Sunday. Check it out. Um, outside of that, Springline, March 20th. It looks awesome. You got any peaks, sneak peeks for us? Uh, I mean, I do for you. I don't for a podcast that has ears. Um, I mean, we have some like Milwaukee stuff that's like based around. Ooh. Brewer, ooh. Uh, we have drinking stuff. Let's just say... All of like the cool like Budweiser's logo, Bush Lights logo. Oh, we redid it so it says Wisconsin. Looks lit in the city. Go, litty titty. I got you. We did old Milwaukee. We did. You did a lot of them. Um, we did Fuck. Line and Kugels. We did uh, High Noon. Mm. We did just as Wisconsin. Miller. Got like genuine. Wisco. Yeah, it says Wisco. Yeah. So cool. So that is the podcast guys up next. We have Baxter Colburn. He'll be joining us uh, live from his house in De Pere. He is going to chat about his business, chat about uh, his journey as a owner of a business in Wisconsin, Colburn creative. He makes videos for other people, other businesses, um, and tries to help share their story in a better light. Um, So here we go. And we are back with uh, Baxter Colburn. Baxter uh, owns his own business in Wisconsin. He does a lot of videographer work. Do you do photography too, or is it just basically like content creation? Yeah, I uh, photo on my end as well. uh, Kind of more of a hybrid, I'd like to call myself. So uh, thanks for having me on today, Corey. Big fan of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Me and Kyle, we've been trying to bring, basically what we're doing is we're bringing uh, people from the state of Wisconsin that have their own journey. Uh, everyone's journey is different, right? And we feel like, especially in the videographer world, it's completely different, uh, where you create, like you're trying to promote yourself, but you're really in essence promoting someone else. It, you know what I mean? Where it's so intertwined and like different. Um, you know, like I said, I, I, I feel like it's like a weird where you get promoted or you get, you get promotion. Like people see you if your video for someone else does well. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, I, we wanted to basically learn more about it because me and Kyle have no, no idea what we're doing when it comes to, <laughs> in lines with that. For anyone who is listening, uh, Baxter and I have actually worked together before in a very small shape form, but we planned, uh, it, trust me, I, I'd love to be able to work with Baxter more. I think travel is the only thing that's kind of holding us back a little bit is we're, you're up in, are you past, uh, I'm trying to think of where, Appleton? Are you... Yeah, De Pere, proper. De Pere. Green Bay. Okay. Yeah, a couple yeah. minutes from the sacred land that is Lambeau Fields. So, Let's go. Yeah, uh, Let's over go. There, over there in De Pere. So, yep. Uh, so, yeah, yeah basically, I, I'd love for you to give us a little introduction about how how you got to a point where you started Colburn Creative and, and you know, where how things are going for you and, and, and kind of give us just a little insight on that. 
Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I said, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, you know, my uh, journey into storytelling is a little different than I think a lot of other people's. I didn't go to school for it. Uh, I went to school for broadcast journalism. I was the goal was and still is to at some point take Wayne Larrabee's job. Um, you know, I'm a huge Packers fan and just a big broadcast Amen. person Love in it. general. So uh, that was always the goal. Uh, football and soccer were my my driving forces uh, during you know playing sports, but also the sports that I followed and covered a lot and. Uh, once COVID hit a couple years ago, there was a huge push for people to get behind the camera because everybody and their mother's sister's aunt and, you know, and their dog all had a phone trying to talk and communicate with people. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, there was a bigger push for people to try to get behind the camera to help those trying to tell their story. And for me, uh, that was a big piece for me, um, wanted to be able to help different businesses and brands tell their story in a fun and unique way, uh, that also was engaging and was also, uh, not stingy or stuffy, um, wanted to provide a more fun and kind of lifestyle feel to the content that I provide. So uh, got in more so with video, just some really basic stuff. And then um, my name kept getting passed around in the Green Bay, Door County, kind of Fox Valley area. Sure. Uh, and then from there, I've just been able to kind of grow and uh, now do a lot of different work. I've traveled as far as San Diego, uh, down to Florida to do work. Uh, I've done stuff obviously here pretty locally and um, love telling people's stories in a fun and engaging way and uh, fell into it. Like I said, so people were like, Oh, you're, you seem to really, you know, do a really great job. I was like, I'm literally still figuring it out every single day. And I'm sure you feel that way as a business owner too. You're like, I For appreciate sure. the compliments and the, you know, I'm glad that you love the items that we're putting out, but like, I'm still figuring this out right every day. So. It's, it's a never ending process. I, I truly think that. Um, yeah. hundred percent. So, so you, how long have you, has ba or Colburn creative been, been going um and like did, what did you do like obviously you said you were into um you know broadcasting but like is what did you do right before like you got this idea where it was it right from that moment you knew you wanted to switch to this during that or like how did that all like play out yeah i have a heavy marketing background so i've always done stuff for sure. mm -hmm. uh, other businesses and brands and still do some stuff uh, for mm -hmm. a manufacturing company down in manitowoc as well um so being able to to stay in the marketing world, but then be more hands-on with the, the visual content creation, you know, was something that I kind of, I seen people would take photos and video content. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like those people are so talented and have such a beautiful eye for it. And then uh, the more and more that I've done it, I realized, okay, this is, this is really what I love and what I want to continue to do going forward. So it's been a little over two years that Colburn Creative has been uh, functional and running around. Uh, last year was really the first like, full-on year, I would say. Uh, we had a lot of fun, a lot of great success. I was able to bring in a few other people as far as more of like a contractor or part-time role, which was really awesome. And then this year is a lot more about expanding and kind of finding the the niches that we feel more um, focused on, uh, which are really more of that like tourism, real estate, lifestyle, and sports are really sure. kind of the four areas that we've found that uh, we have success in and that we really feel like we can tell those stories at a high level. Yeah, sure. And, you know, I think it's like crazy because, you know, you're talking marketing, you're talking doing videos, that's all leads into social media, right? Correct. Um, you know, that's where before COVID, we weren't into social media, uh, making videos, content creation, it just kind of feels like you either had to get in or you got out, you know, that's, that's kind of the only basis you had. Uh, because, you know, we all had a, a part in our lives where we're all stuck at home, and you had to find Correct. something to do to keep your business relevant. Um, and I feel like with social media, especially in your world, like, can, does it ever is it's like a revolving door. I feel like, um, <laughs> where, yeah. you know, some, it, 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 some of it's based off trends. Some of it's based off, 
you know, gen- genuine, you know, how genuine it can be. It, it, you know, some of it's based off, you know, now the new drone footage, stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. how, how different does your, does your work change within the style of how social media plays out? Like, does it, how, how often do you like have to like keep watching to see like, okay, people are doing this now. That's super cool. You know, like, uh, do you have to like keep up with that or, or how's that all work? A hundred percent. Yeah. I, obviously I feel like the best way to continue to get better is to watch those that are doing what you want to do at a really high level. And so following those uh, creators and following those brands that are also in the same areas of the kind of work that I would like to do or am doing and say, okay, great. That's cool. They did a really awesome transition shot that way. And if they show behind the scenes footage, I'm a huge sucker for behind the scenes footage now because I'm like, how did you do that? I, I love that too. Um, so when, I they, do too. when they show stuff like that, I'm like, that makes so much sense because to the just the viewer, you're like, I, this is my mind is blown. What happened here? So uh, that's been a big thing for me. I really love just trying things. I've been blessed to have a lot of really cool friends and uh, just colleagues that will say yes to just random content days for me. But I'm like, hey, I want to go practice shooting this type of lifestyle content. Or, hey, you have a really nice house. Can I come practice and shoot some, some real estate footage so I can make sure that I'm constantly preparing myself for when a client does come up and say, hey, we'd love you if you tried this. Or what does it look like if you flew the drone in the house and out the window and back around the patio? Great. Let's, let's go try it. Let's have some fun with it. So uh, I've learned to say yes a lot and then kind of figure out after I've said yes what I do and don't like. There's certain genres or areas of things that I'm like, yeah, I'm not a, not a huge fan of that or I'll do it for the right, you know, the right opportunity. But uh, just staying coachable and always trying to learn. And as you mentioned, as I'm sure you've experienced too, social media is wild. And you're like, well, this this thing worked two days ago. And why is the same thing not working now? Like it doesn't, doesn't make any sense why that happens sometimes. Yeah, I- I don't think social media makes sense at all, um, to be honest. And they're all different. <laughs> no. I, that's that's always been my thing is I, I sometimes like some things work on some platform, some work on the other. Um, but it's rarely that they always work on all that. It works on all of them. Um, Correct. You know, that's just the way I've always felt. Uh, you know, especially with how different Instagram, how different TikTok, they all act and their algorithms are so different. Um, you know, especially for like a guy like I, you know, we're a clothing business. Um, if you look yeah. at our TikTok page, our clothing, we don't push clothing rarely ever. Um, the, only, the only thing I push is if, if we have a video about Wisconsin, I'm usually wearing our clothes. That's that's me pushing clothes there. But Instagram's completely different. Facebook's so different. So, yeah, I, I give you props. And I, I think videography, that, that is such a, a hard, hard and I don't want to say, you know, where it takes a lot out of you with projects. It's very time consuming. I try to do like editing myself and it may, I'm not going to lie back, sir. It made me want to, it, it, like, I wanted to hurt myself. I, I like it, it made me want to take my eyeballs out of my head and never have them back on my body. Like that's how I felt because it, it just so much time, so much screen time, so much, you know, editing, amending yeah. to get it perfect. You know, I, so I, I give you props. That's a, it's a tough gig, but when you do it and you have passion for it, you know, props to you. That's awesome. I appreciate that. It's it's interesting too, right? Because I feel like we want to get so wrapped up in we have to be creating all the time. And I actually just did a video about this a couple of days a couple of days ago, saying it's such a common misconception that if you're not creating, that you're you're failing or you're behind, or people maybe don't want to work with you, right? And that's that's not the case. The, sure. the good news, and I've had a lot of people, a lot of smart people in my life, speak into that and say, hey. 
if your phone is not ringing all the time or you're just doing more editing than you are shooting right now, that's not a bad thing. You're, you're blessed to have the work that you've got. Mm -hmm. but that also means bigger things are coming, right? Like if you Absolutely. were constantly going, you were going to completely burn out and you're going to end up hating the work that you love. So, yes. Uh, reminding myself of that too, of saying, oh, I, I've got footage or I've got something that I could do. Or if you've got those deadlines, obviously you want to do right by your clients. But at mm -hmm. the same time, if you're constantly doing it, you are going to get tired of it and you're going to get burned out. And I'm sure some days you're like, I don't want to look at another swatch and another color and another, you know, hat design. Oh. I'm like, yes, I love them all. They're great. But like, mm -hmm. you're probably like, I just, I need five minutes to go be with my family. Yeah. And not focus on any of this. And, and I've, I've learned whenever the phone's not ringing, enjoy it. Um, don't yes, go looking for, 100%. don't go looking for it. Uh, it'll find you. It, it, and you know, like I said, I, I kind of want to get your insight um, you know, cause we're starting to dive into a couple of videographers, like having some like professional stuff done, um, yeah. on our social media, TikTok page. Like, what do you tell your clients? You know, if you're making these videos for their social media, what do you tell them when, you know, cause a lot of people want to base it off views, right? Um, yeah. and, and as sad as it is, the, the, some of the most, the hardest, the most effort used videos and some of the, the, the most talent that's ever been put into videos don't do well. And it's not like the videographer's fault, but like, how, how's that work with your clients when that conversation gets brought up where it's like, Hey, you know, I, I went and did what I was supposed to. Correct. You know, so, and I'm sure that's happened to you where you've had some tough oh, yeah. conversations. And so I want to know how that plays out for you. Cause I see it on our end as well. Yeah. I think a lot of it for me is when I talk to a client for the first time, I, my, first question almost immediately is what is the goal for the content that we're creating? Because if your goal is, well, we want 20,000 views on this video. Great. Then I know that we need to make this now that you don't want to make every piece of content engaging, but you know that that sets up a little bit different how you shoot it and how you frame it. Mm -hmm. Whereas if they're saying, oh, we really just want to promote this new shirt that we have, or we're hiring and we need three applicants. Great. You're so I'm hearing three, right? I, I need to create this to get in. If you know, you talk sure. to them after a week and oh, we only got 75 views on our video, but we got 25 applications. Well, fantastic, right? We, mm -hmm. we did the job. It's it all depends on what the goal is of that specific video. Sometimes you just create something because you just want to, right? Some of those those fun throwaway things. Uh, the best video that I've ever had perform on any platform got, I think, like a couple, you know, 80 or 90,000 views on something. And it was a five second clip from something that I took from my church. It wasn't anything fancy. It wasn't anything great. It was just one of the people on the worship team just putting their hands up and just worshiping. But it was a beautiful six second clip. But I was mm -hmm. like, ah, it's just a nice little thing. I'll post it out. And for some reason, that's the that's the one. I'm like, not the one that I've spent seven hours editing or a three days. Exactly. Shoot. Like none of that. Uh -huh. stuff, right. So. Um, like I said, it all just depends on what the goal is. And that's why I always start with my client and say, what, what is the story we're trying to tell? What's the goal of what we're working on together? Is it to just promote you? Is it to tell a story? Is it to what's the, the call to action that you need us to accomplish together? For so sure. It, not everybody gets that, right? They're like, ah, I only got 600 views. That must not be that good, but it depends on what your goal is with that specific piece and, of content. And you know, like, I, I guess for, for me, I've always told people uh, before TikTok, we, we started making TikTok creation. I was never a big social media guy. Um, you know, I posted like when we had new clothes, but I, I wasn't very active. I didn't make videos. I didn't make, I, I wasn't super into that. Um, and I, I just told people, you know, they're like, Oh my gosh, you know, your, your, our, our TikTok page is doing so well. It's getting all these views. And I told them, it's like, you have to really enjoy whether or not you get views or not, you Correct. have to enjoy what you're pushing out. Um, 
And that's what kind of changed it for me where, you know, when we first started and we weren't getting as, as, as crazy views, you know, you really have to enjoy and, and have passion for what you're pushing. Um, and just be like, you know what, if this video gets 50 people, 50 views, I've always thought of it in my brain. That's 50 people that saw something that I'm doing. Um, Correct. so, yeah. you know, it's people in a room, right? If you get oh my gosh. people that be, see a video, like, do, whoa, 400 do, people, do in people a room. it's crazy how like people see the K behind a number and they're, they're like, yeah. oh my gosh, I, I want, to, I need 10,000 views. I'm like, I hope you understand you're selling out like a, a small venue. Like mm -hmm. if, if people see that. So I've always been like you, it, it's became so saturated in the, in the social media yeah. aspect where people want views, but it's like you, you have to push something you love. Mm -hmm. And not give, and you just can't, you, you can't give a shit about the views. Cause at the end right. of the day, if you're putting that passion and eventually people that have the same passion for you will see it. Um, Correct. So, but, and, I, and that's where that engagement comes in too, right? I'm sure like your most, you know, your best performing ones are probably the ones that have just a, a laundry list of comments in the section being like, oh my gosh, I love that about Culver's too, or oh, I love that hat. Sure. Right? Like mm -hmm. that's the, the, the engagement I've noticed too is, is far more valuable because. Oh my I gosh businesses and brands and potential customers are sitting there watching saying, how is he going to respond to this comment? I'm curious to see, because even if your video, like you said, if you get a hundred views, but you get 75 comments on it for some strange, you know, anomaly, like you're like, Oh, like something triggered and registered with a, with a viewer. And therefore yes. all of this has now come out of it. Therefore that video gets pushed to more people. Oh, that photo gets pushed. to more. People. And I've always told people it's, it's kind of like um, when you can create a video and, and it starts up here and it slowly starts going down. Yeah. It's like, uh, I, I don't know if you've ever played like uh, Big Buck Hunter where like they're shooting a can and it, it keeps staying in the air. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think of like whoever's shooting it, that's like a comment. When you comment, it keeps your video relevant and kind of still up in the air. Mm -hmm. So I've, that's how I've always thought of it. And I like, if you go to our page, you see that I, I literally comment on everything. Um, yeah. because I, I truly enjoy the engagement. I, tr I, I think of everyone who is in our community as a friend of mine and, mm -hmm. um, as, as crazy as that takes up a thousand minutes of a day of, for me, <laughs> um, trying to comment, but it, I truly enjoy the engagement. So, but I, I agree where some people I think just don't understand. It's like, even if you create a good video, it doesn't always happen the way you want it. Um, you, but you have That's to true. cherish the, the, the small things to, to be able to have the big things. Um, so, so, okay. You it's fresh, brand new year. What does yep. Colburn creative have coming up? What do you have cooking? Well, uh, we've had a, a big push for tourism actually to start the year. So one of our clients is visit Manitowoc, um, and the tourism director came to me last August and said, Hey, we need to completely, we need to take Manitowoc from the 1990s to the 2020s because their content was that old, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So, uh, tourism has been a huge push, uh, for that, um, helped them recently relaunch their website with a lot of fresh images, uh, some stuff for their winter promotional, uh, activities that you can do in the Manitowoc area. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, and real estate and lifestyle have been a much bigger push for me this year than I thought they were going to be. Um, I've already done a couple of shoots for a few companies, did something for a, a bag company out of Germany. So that was really fun to cool. promote some of their luggage and their bags for them. Uh, and then I've got some uh, great clients in the real estate industry and a couple of golf courses as well, actually. So Sweet. Um, the fun part about it is that there's a lot of different stuff that's coming down the pipeline. And um, that's why when I said at the beginning, hybrid is really kind of the word that I've adapted because some clients want just a couple of pieces of photos, some want videos, some want both. But uh, I've learned that I my, my goal when I started out is I wanted to be 
a, a great sports videographer. And I'm like, I know the industry. I played it. I coached it. I broadcast in it. Sports mm -hmm. should be no problem. But then I quickly realized that there were so many other opportunities and options to go out there and to try things. And for me, being able to be invested in what I feel like are four really quality areas has been uh, a blessing. And there's always a random thing. There's always a random piece that'll show up. I'm like, oh, didn't expect that I was going to shoot maternity photos or do this wedding or do whatever it was, right? Like, But stuff like that comes up. And I've learned that if uh, there's a good person or the right opportunity tied to it, right, then, then go for it. That's and, creating and a connection, right? I, I do got a question. 100%. So have you ever had any like weird requests? Like something that, uh, that's off the wall that you wouldn't expect it to like video or take pictures <laughs> of, I guess. Yeah. I, I wouldn't <laughs> say I've had anything too crazy thankfully yet, but um, you know, like I had to, I filmed for a bridal shower, which is kind of a strange thing to do because it's mostly present opening yeah. and games. Um, but it was, I was also doing the, the wedding video oh, as okay. well. So they're like, Oh, would you mind? Like, we'd like to have the content for both. And I'm like, sure. But it was definitely one of those shoots walking around where I was like, I'm not really sure officially what I'm supposed to do yeah, here, but yeah. I will do my best. And they ended up wanting more photos of like, Oh, we want to, you know, the bride wanted photos with grandma and this aunt and that. Okay. So that ended up being more of the focus, but that was probably the only one I would say so far that I'm like, that's a little strange, mm, but yeah. Thankfully, there hasn't been too many weird requests yet because you do kind of have that power of saying yes and no, but I'd probably sure. be the only one so far. Yeah. Hey, hmm. well, watch. Out of my way. I'll say just watch. Now the next one that like you that someone's going to reach out, it's going to be super weird, and you're going to be like, thanks, Kyle. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. That's because of you. Right, exactly. <laughs> I find Kyle. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. Yeah, hey, and, you know, if we're ever up in that area, I'd love to to connect. Um, we put, we're, we're starting to do all these uh, uh, videos, trying to do – I'll, you know, tour Wisconsin. And, um, when, if we're up in the De Pere area, I will, I'll definitely be reaching out so we can maybe do some collabs or something like that. Um, but Absolutely. Hey, I'd we don't want to take up any more time. This, we took up 20 minutes already. Hey, I appreciate that for everyone that's listening. This was super last minute. Um, kind of like everything else in my life. Um, <laughs> so we, I, I really great. appreciate it. Um, where, where can people find you uh, on like Instagram? Where, where, where can people find you? Sure. Uh, if you want to follow my personal page, it's at Baxter Colburn or my business page for Colburn Creative is Colburn Creative CO. So co at the end uh, website, Colburn Creative Co at uh, our .com. Uh, those are the best places to find me. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that fun stuff. So just telling people stories one uh, one opportunity at a time and having fun doing it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Hey, man, have a great uh, week and let's stay in touch. Thanks, guys. I appreciate yep. it. Love to see you. Well, then the stroke's the word.